Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Mikey Meatballs, Eddie Spaghetti, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Wow, fellas. Wow, we were walloped with some big news it has to be big if uh, it's golf and we're starting with it. But uh, <laughs> I think this is the biggest ambush since John Ham kicked Amishek out of our fantasy league. The live tour is merging with the PGA and the PGA players didn't even know about it. They found out about it on Twitter like the rest of us did. I tell Trump you what. wins again. Crazy, uh, Martin. As somebody who finds out about a few things that work on Twitter, that's not a great feeling. It's not great. You would much <laughs> rather... I've had a meeting to let you know what was going to go down prior to the tweets being sent. Also, I'm old enough to remember just a few short months ago when guys were getting offered 900 million, 800 million, billion dollars to go over there and everybody was waving their fingers. And it looks like now all they did was cost themselves some money. That's, ooh, that hurts. That is exactly it, Shaq. They're left holding their their puds in their hands here because they could have temporarily cashed in on like Martin says, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars, the, the Schefflers of the world, the, all these other guys. But now, and now there's a meeting in like a minute. Maybe should we hold? Should we try to get into the meeting? Well, that's what what the I want to know. Like, is this, you know, Rory McIlroy is, is the martyr uh, is being presented as the martyr from the PGA side of things. Reminder that they're yeah. all multimillionaires. And so sort of your point that everybody has made about succession and the comparisons about this, no one was really, uh, the, whether you were on the live side or the PGA side, there were the 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 uh, poverty was not going to be the conclusion for you. I don't know if there are any characters out of this whole thing that we're supposed to root for, but is there is it settled hash though? When all the players are saying on the PGA side that they had no idea about this, is it a done deal? Well, anyway? it was underhanded. I don't think you can compare it to con- succession. And in, in ter- all right, I get it. We were supposed to hate all the characters and they all lost and whatever. That's fine. But uh, I don't know. The guys that held out were probably told by the PGA, like, listen, you're on the side of the righteous people and you're doing this and you're doing a good job right. staying away from those Saudis and that dirty money. And it's going to pay back in spades. You know, you're, you're just just in karma wise. And it's like, hey, guess what? We're all one big happy family. Sorry you lost out on that deal. Hey, but you get really to wear weird. shorts. Is I hope that's, that's right. I hope that's not the conclusion. <laughs> as long as we don't have to see some of these guys in shorts, I never asked Don's to see Phil Mickelson. Don's don't wear shorts. Yeah, Don's don't wear shorts. If this is, is the same session, kind of thing. Is, uh, is Phil Mickelson Tom right? Because I feel like he won. Like I know that people talking about like everybody. Like, nope, yeah, nobody really so. won. But Tom kind of won this session because he got the job. He's in with the CEO. He's paid now. Like we're, Phil yeah, won, right? Uh, like Phil the won. Swede was Henrik Stenson or something. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to figure out. how They must have been losing money, Sheck, on these other tournaments. Not the majors. I felt like the ratings and everything else was the same for the majors uh, as it was last year, as it was before the Live Tour even existed. But these smaller tournaments must have really been suffering to a point where the PGA said, all right, uh, you got us. You bought our players, and now we're going to have to buy them back from you. That's my question, that and we thing. just talked about that on Minus 3 with Kevin Hench. Spoiler alert, he is not happy about this. Um, 
But that w- that's my question. What was the PGA lacking that made them feel like, well, we got to do this. We don't have a choice, but we got to, you know, hold our nose or whatever and, and make this deal. Like, why? It had because to be of these other saying, tournaments. It was lesser. The it had to be the lesser tournaments. Yeah. What else? I don't know. Uh, merchandise. I'm not sure where they lost out. I, I guess we'll find out. But it is a lot of egg on the face of the players. And like, like you said, Martin, imagine finding out on Twitter. You get bad news about work on Twitter. And oh, also, it costs you tens of millions of dollars. <laughs> really, if you had just made a decision 10 months. And the thing is, a year from now, it's all going to be one big happy family. No one's really going to care right about who the scabs were. I think I don't know that well, anyone cared three weeks ago. Well, they didn't. Uh, Brooks. Now I'm going to tell. I'm speaking out of my depth. But didn't Brooks Kepka win a, a really big golf event not too long, like in the last three weeks? <laughs> he did yes, yes, he really. And he's did. a really, really big, big live guy, right? Is could that not be enough? Yeah. Like could that not be enough of a moment of like the uh you know the the the, the AFL beating the NFL to the point hmm. where the NFL is like no we yeah. can't have this like we need to maintain our dominance why don't you come over here and play with us so that that's interesting i hadn't thought of it that way i thought the money's the same if uh, even if a live player wins the masters or wins the PGA championship but what you're saying is yeah we can't just have a string of live golfers winning the embarrassment of that um, you can't put a price tag on that. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, hadn't, I think that could, really I think that could that. matter. Like, especially when you have something that's so established as the PGA Tour, it's like the NBA or the NFL, where we look at these leagues as, like, if the USFL was really drawing market share away from the NFL at some point, right. I feel like. And if the best USFL team was somehow able to beat even, like, a winless NFL team, I feel like the NFL would be like, oh, hell no. We got to yeah. stop to this now. I guess so. But do you I think guess that's that, but it. I, the question, I mean, it's a year old, but it, it it still for me is, you know, Tiger Woods clearly draws TV audience. But after him, does anybody tune like is is are you not watching the Masters if you heard in advance like they're not letting Brooks Kepka Kepka play in this thing? You know, they're ban- he's banned. Not only that. Who cares? Like what, yeah, what, what, who's a tune yeah. in or tune out because they're involved in a major? Like who cares if the live guys are banned from it? That should have been the response of the PGA, right? Like, okay, screw. You don't get to play in the US yeah. Open now. And and to further your point, the live TV deals were ludicrous. Like the, the, whatever network had it could cut out whenever they wanted to. And they did often with some of these tournaments. And so it's not like, Oh, this is a rate big ratings boost, uh, boom on the live side. So I don't, I, I guess it's Martin's thing with just, uh, yeah, the CW was the, the, the network that really had the rights to, uh, not air it in its entirety, not air these tournaments at all. It was really weird, which is, but so I think it all comes down to what Martin's saying, the embarrassment of a live player winning uh, a major tournament. So I guess that's it. All right, let's talk basketball. Enough of this. Uh, Miami, 111-108, game two. Uh, We got ourselves a series, fellas. This is going into next week. I feel like this is a very compelling series. Well, because it's 1-1 after two games, it's compelling. (laughs) But I'm not sure, Martin, if we see another team like the Heat in a long, long time. And I'm not sure we see a player like Jokic ever. Let's start with the heat. They give up a 40 to 14 run on the road, a team, a place where the home team won nine straight games and they still won. Uh, They had 36 fourth quarter points on 19 possessions. That's the most efficient fourth quarter this year. They're plus 90 in fourth quarters and play playoff games. Sorry, virtually even in every other quarter. And their star isn't even 
the big story. It's the supporting players that are really making this happen. What what the hell is going on with the Heat, Mark? I, I, I wish I had come up with this myself, and I wish I could credit who said it. But this is, I can't remember at the moment, but, but this is really some angels in the outfield type stuff. Right? It's like, yeah. what is going on? Duncan Robinson with 10 fourth quarter points in like 160 seconds? That's insanity. Even I'm, yeah. I am a card-carrying Duncan Robinson stand because everybody wants to erase the time that he spent in Michigan playing high-level basketball. I understand he started at Division Three. There was a step among the way between him going there and becoming undrafted and playing for the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. But I never was expecting him to put the ball on the floor, get hit in the head, and lay the ball up and talk about y'all too small. Like, that. this is – this is – it, but the thing that's crazy, if you look at it, kind of zoom out from the bubble to now, Miami has had the most postseason wins in the Eastern Conference. It just doesn't yeah. feel like it. You know, it doesn't feel like they should because Boston's been so great. Milwaukee's been so great. So while it does have this little engine that could feeling with Miami, almost it almost should be this regular season was the blip while the last four years were the trend. Yeah, maybe. Shaq. I'm trying to think of a team like this. Um, normally, we don't like to see the 8C, but everybody's rooting for them because they are competitive. And I don't care what like the perks of the world say. Like They're not as talented as Denver, and they're still doing it. I think you, you're allowed to say that, that they're, they're doing this with less talent. It's fine to say that. Um, but they're not boring, too, right? It's not like they play. You like to talk about the Devils and how they slow down hockey and no yep. one can catch up. But this is just this is just they're not playing like Princeton basketball. It, it's exciting what they're doing. It's a little different. They don't have to spot up from three every eight seconds, but exciting and eight seed and they're competitive. It's crazy. Yeah. In in history, this, you know, this eight seed element of it, obviously, we've seen, you know, the lowest seed you know, make Super Bowl runs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll fall back. I'm sorry, uh, you know, to to the Belichick uh, analogy. I, it has a lot to do with Spolstra. They have Jimmy Butler, who was kind of a non-factor a lot, again, in game two until he was a major factor down the stretch there. Um, I don't know what we're supposed to think about the Nugs. I personally, you know, had the, the Nugs plus 450 to sweep, and I thought it was in the Back. I thought, I mean, it was, yeah. it was a wrap. And the moment where I thought, I mean, this has to be an, a, a humongous spiritual gut punch to Miami was, you know, halfway through the second quarter, as we get close to the end of the first half um, of game two, they're on fire shooting the three ball and they're still losing by eight or 10 points in that stretch. And it was like, man, how do you come back from this? You're, you're red hot from the perimeter and you're still getting whipped. Here, the second yeah. half is going to be worse. I don't know what happened. There's been a lot of talk about the Nugs taking their foot off the gas. I guess it comes back to, as we as we have talked about endlessly for the last couple months, somebody has, it doesn't have to be the same guy stepping up as your number three score, but somebody has to do it every game. And mm -hmm. I do think about in the final couple of minutes there in game two, Michael Porter gets a real good look. And misses the three. And if that drops, they probably win that game. And now we're talking about the sweep uh, probably going down here. Yeah. But I, I think the big takeaway with all respect to the heat and all of that, because it's it's hard. It's anomalous, as you say. It was like it was Nowitzki's Mavs winning the title. It didn't it was like, what? What? Who's who? But that's not the formula to win a title in the NBA. 
when when they won that one. To me, still the standout here is is the Jokic story. I I yeah I can't, we we just debated this with uh, with Hench, so I throw it to you guys as well. I hate to be redundant with the conversations, but I know you do. I know you do. That is the <laughs> one thing about thing. you. You I, hate I, to I be redundant. You know, Dave, I was like, I say something I was like, once. I, Let's not be redundant around Dave because he hates that he could turn on I don't us. Like he really that. could. I don't but, like that. Okay. That's me. Like I say well, something just, once and I leave it. And yes. People pick up just on this it. Great. Once. Just once. Just once will okay. do. Where does Jokic stand among centers that you've watched? Would he work over Akeem? Would he would he get the better of Shaq or would Shaq just embarrass him? It's so funny you say this because I don't uh well, it's not that funny you say it, but i I was thinking about <laughs> that he is the most curious most fascinating player since Shaq yes. because first of all, we've all heard about that, that picture of him 12 years ago, 15 years or whatever it was. He's built like uh, Jonah Hill in the super bad days, but also, I mean, if I would have told you, Martin, uh, he's going to score 41, Butler's going to score 21. How many, how many, how much does Denver win by? How much are you putting on Denver money line? 41, 11 and four. Um, it's so funny. The heat don't need Butler to step up to win. The Nuggets need Jokic to not score as much to win. And, you know, you know, whatever Spolster could yell at uh, or, or scold Ramona Shelbourne. But the facts are there. The Nuggets are 34 and four when Jokic has 10 or more assists. He had four in game two, 14 and 17 when he doesn't. Um, they're 0 and three when he scores 40 or more points. I've not seen anything like this, Martin. Those statistical breakdowns for any player, for any star, let alone uh, so- Jokic or uh, MVP yet. So, as Eric Spolster said, the untrained eye, the tired version is turn Jokic into a scorer. The wired version is the more shots that Jokic takes, the less three-pointers Denver gets up because he doesn't like to shoot threes. The less Michael Porter Jr., Dave's dark horse for the MVP, gets involved. And as we saw at Michael Malone's post-game press conferences, not only after game two, but also throughout the postseason, He talks directly to Michael Porter Jr. when he's talking to the reporters. And he's like, if you're not hitting shots, you still got to play defense. And you notice in the fourth quarter, Michael Porter Jr. was stable to the bench and Bruce Brown was getting the run simply because he was going to play defense. I think that's the thing that we looked at the Denver Nuggets and they they, they ran through the Western Conference and ran through the from regular season, postseason. But like, they haven't, you know, we're talking about teams that haven't really been on the big stage. If you look at it again, they were on the West Conference Finals oh, sure. in the bubble, but they Michael Porter Jr. Is, is is in a big spot for the first time in his career. Aaron Gordon's in a big spot for the one of the first times in his career. It's an interesting spot for them to be in. Porter is the worst shooting three-point shooter after two games, two NBA Finals games in the history of the game based on 17. I think he has he's two for 17 or three for, three 17, for 17 after the first two, three for 17. He yeah. is a knockdown shooter, like elite knockdown yeah. three-point shooter. So it's it, he's knocking down everybody wild. who's betting Denver. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, so Shaq, you know, only I think I feel like I'm the only one who has a problem with this. And I know your answer is going to be like, we have months with nothing going on. So why are you rushing it? But um, they play Wednesday and Friday this week and that's it. Come on. I, break. No, no, no. I, I want it to go as I, I want the, you know, championship rounds to last as long as possible because all mm-hmm. that's there is baseball. 
but I'm with you. This is ridiculous. What in the hell are we doing yeah. here? And in fact, nothing really on the is, weekend, nothing Saturday, nothing Sunday. There is supposed <laughs> to be some Friday, reward. I mean, in my mind, if nowhere else, if you mm-hmm. make quick work of the foe in front of you in the preceding round, there should be some benefit or the benefit being rest versus the other team being dog yeah. tired. Cause they had to go seven. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Typically it feels like you negated that advantage for the nugs. Right. 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 They got it back. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Well, Wednesday, I'm with Friday. you. I don't like this. What, should what the be, hell are should we be doing? Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, do Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday should be game tonight, game Thursday. Then they have to travel back to Denver on Sunday. Yeah. Do it no, that way, Mark. Nobody's talking about how Denver's going to be able to adjust to the salty air and lack of altitude in Miami. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does the humidity affect mm. teams that are always playing at altitude? Mm. So true. Right. So true. Also, loud loud club music outside uh, You know, goes for blocks and blocks and blocks away. You could hear that. It's interesting for sure. Also yeah. interesting, Martin started to bring something up before the podcast, and I was like, let's save this. Uh, Pat Riley, we've not mentioned him once in like the last three weeks, but he seems to have a major role in a lot of these final series. What's the number on this, Martin? I think if he wins, if the Heat win this finals, he will have mm. won like some, some, at least participated in at least 20% of all NBA finals ever. I thought I saw even more than that. Will you get that number? Uh, it might just be 21 or something. We used yeah. to try to dig that number up, Joel. So anyway, but, uh, yes. Okay. So, but, yeah, so either way, I was, I, was, be- I was approached. It, I, uh, I, I had this thought and I brought it to the master of lists himself, Dave Damashek. And thought, okay, well, you know, Mr. Lister, you know, you got to run it by him. Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right. Everybody always debates Michael Jordan versus LeBron versus whoever as the best player of all time, right? But we don't ever discuss who had the best basketball life of all time. Mm-hmm. Pat Riley's got to be in the running. Steve Kerr, also in the running. Michael Jordan, mm. probably... Not near the, you know, saying he's not number one, not number two. And he's, you know, uh-huh. it's interesting to think when you can t- combine the entire basketball life. Top, but let me push back. Are we, see, you're talking basketball life or NBA life? Because NBA if you then, life. Okay. NBA. Cause if you the then, NBA life. if you then mix in Jordan as a freshman winning the national title with his or making the game winning shot. But even Kareem, still, I think he's yeah. got to be top 10, right, Jordan, because of the six titles. And then he yeah. owns an NBA team. And that's something that's just a, a lot of inevitably. Bang. But he also drafts Frank Kaminsky. So, like, there's right. a give and take here. <laughs> and I agree. He deserves so, to be so here, for his but post. Here's what you have to be. Conversation, something that here's I feel what like you have to be. round out a nice top 15. I love it. It is. So Riley, the number is 24.7. So okay. almost a quarter of the NBA finals, if he wins this year. Now we're, we're leaping that, but uh, he, he's responsible for almost a, a quarter of them. And uh, and the NBA finals have been going since like the 1820 or something. So that's a, that's mm-hmm. a really uh, big number. Participated in 19 NBA finals as a player, coach or executive that's phenomenal. So where do we put Riley? Shaq, Jerry put- West is who we have to throw in there. He's the other uh, one. I mean, yeah. he, he wins titles well, with the. How many did he get as a player with the Lakers? Magic it- too. Magic also, right? Magic has we didn't technically say magic. has a yeah. chunk of ownership with the Lakers, right? Or do, does he still? Yeah, he still has a piece of that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think, think so. He I tweets like he, he does. Had to sell he? it. 
to when oh, he, he became, when he had to sell his chunk of ownership when he started to work for the team. I guess so because they fired okay. him. I guess you can't fire right, somebody who owns right. the team. Okay, so uh, all right, so who's our podium, Shaq, and what kind of calculations? I I think he's got it. I think it's I think it's the it's Riley one. No, Jerry I, West. I, I think only won one I one to, championship. I have to get my numbers aligned because we just brought this up. I got to get uh, all my facts straight. Okay. You know, I don't just shoot right. from the hip. I would never do that. That would that's not my way. I try to do this for entertainers. Um, and I had Jamie Foxx at number one ever. Uh, oh come on, way, Jamie, well. Jamie Foxx. Uh, hey, hey, singer, singer, yep. entertainer, actor. Singer, singer, actor. I guess he did along? win the Oscar too. Comedian, singer, actor, comedian, singer, actor, comedian. No, that's you're gay. No, that's don't get don't get conflicted or get screwed up by looking at talent level. Now, if you're debating <laughs> who's the most Why? talented person, oh. oh, I see. All right. Well, you you mean who's got like, the most range? So you want like the, you want you going by awards who's or you're going by best, range? I, I don't think well, I went. Well, if we're gauging who's had the best career, most accomplished career, I don't know. But I go I, Jamie Foxx. Well, well, let's get into Jamie that Fox one in two anywhere, and he makes it better. You want to talk about drawing right. butter? Put him in a movie. He's the star. Right. Put him on TV. He's the star. Right. Give him a microphone and a stool and a water bottle. He's got you cracking up for an hour and a half. And you know what? When I was in the 10th grade, he made a song unpredictable that had everybody going crazy. Directed by Hype I Williams hope he's okay. Yes. The point is you put Morgan Freeman, you give him a microphone, you ask him to sing or dance or something. It's not going to be the same, right? Might be a exactly. better actor, maybe more accomplished actor, this and that, but it's, it's uh, not the same. What about right? Michelle Pfeiffer uh, in Greece too? You just were singing songs <laughs> about her a week or two you're ago. You're right. You? You're exactly right. He was I in Greece have, too. Don't okay. forget about that. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to think chart. about that, but I don't have time for this. I okay. gosh, please no focus. Time. Can you please what do you have, mean you don't got, what do you mean you have time? We don't have a basketball game to like, Thursday. I know. You're you're so right. Listen, I want to see about about I want to see about Jerry West because his he only won one championship. The one with the Lakers. I got yeah. He won one time as a player, but he also holds the distinction of being the only NBA player to win the Finals MVP on a losing team. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and also the small matter of being the logo of the NBA is is has to give him some, he gets something for that one, right? But then he makes the he makes the Showtime Lakers. Then he yeah. then he makes the 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 he get he gets Shaq. I mean, you know, Los Angeles probably had a lot to do with that calculation on Shaq's side, but nevertheless, he does leave the Orlando Magic when that was a viable place for him to st- to stay. Uh, he gets mm-hmm. that. Then he get, he makes the move with Charlotte to get Kobe and then launches another mm. dynasty. Then he builds the Grizzlies. He had a hand in the Warriors, didn't he? In that he had yep. a hand in that. I mean, I, I well, but why I, I just have a problem giving him another trophy that he's just gonna uh, toss against the wall in his office when he's upset. <laughs> he's worse than you. And with the disrespect to the trophies. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you brought up Shaq and inadvertently, I know you're not gonna say this is an accomplishment, but being the host of the greatest show on TV, certainly the greatest sports on t- uh, show on TV. Of course. Has to count for something also. Of course, yes, yes definitely. And Barkley. Okay. See, I think that uh, enhances Charles sorry. Barkley's I don't know if legacy yeah. uh, incredibly yes, much absolutely. more, too. Yeah. Oh, 100%. wow. This is all of a sudden a very uh, interesting. Don't rule out LeVar Ball, either. He's not done. He's never um, lost. Maybe, maybe he can't get his shoes. That's right. He beat Jordan, right? Didn't he do that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure uh, yeah, that so we're much. not missing something before we commit this 
audio to history. I know. We definitely don't want the college. We definitely don't want to include the college stuff because that could sway things one way or the other. Yeah, let's just do NBA because. But it's a it's 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 troublesome because there are guys who have done more as owners and have not coached, and there are guys who have done great job coaching and have not owned the team. You know what I mean? So it's going to be imperfect no matter how we um. I gotta say the other one who would be in the top three, and we'd be remiss, and you'll definitely get heat for it from some of our Boston pals. Is uh, yeah, Isaiah? No, is uh, Bill Russell? You got to shout out Bill Russell in this calculation. Oh yeah, coached them and. Uh, yeah, no. well, he was a broadcaster for a long time. So if we're talking, he was a precursor right. to Barkley and Shaq and anybody mm-hmm. else. So yeah, he was he's top three, I think. Right, Bill Russell. All right, that's probably your yeah, top three: I, I Riley, uh, West, and Russell. I like we got to think about it. Kerr is up there too. Martin says Steve Kerr, Kerr up there immediately. That's right. Six yeah, titles. He's, he's got to be he's only there. lost. Yeah, I think he's lost two playoff series in Golden State. So it, it right, it's it's how you our MVP awards counted in there too, because Steve Kerr's not winning an MVP in any of the years sure. he played. But yes, for sure he has. You know what I mean? Oh man, there's so much to consider. Uh anybody swayed uh to Miami side plus two thirty? I I had Denver in five. I'm gonna stick with that. Uh we'll give our game three. I've always pick I've out. always been here. I've well, I've always been on the uh the heat. Wait, well, you took Miami in seven? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I took Miami in seven. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. I had Miami and seven. So, and I was waffling over six or seven, but uh, and I'm not gonna lie, man. When they went on that forty to fourteen run, and I'm looking at Cody Zeller just getting abused yeah. up and down the court, I was close mm-hmm. to my head in my hands. I was like, oh my goodness, uh, Shaq's right. I mean, the narrative ch- on one or two this. shots, yeah. it just changes. It's like if, if they're up two nothing, it's like okay, nice short series. It might be over this week, um, and with this dumb NBA scheduling, it could be over Friday. But uh, uh, no, no, now now we're one one, and we expect this to go seven or six or. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with five though, Shaq. What do you like? I. Yeah, I'm sticking with five, and I still can't get over that the Nugs somehow blew oh, that you game. Said sweep. It was weird. Oh, you're already. Yes, I did out. say you sweep. Said, why, I said why, why, why survive when you can live or whatever it is? You said sweep. I thought so I, I, think I, that's I done. said 10 minutes ago. Yes, I, okay. I know. My, my, well, my dream survive, is already been dashed, but right. I'm sticking with right. the Nugs anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, you can't say sticking. You can't say sticking with five because you never had five, but I know it. I, I walked into that. No, no, I'm sorry. No, you're right. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Jokic minus 270 for MVP. Butler four to one at a bayou. At a bayou already plus 550. And he is the guy who has to have good games for them to win. I know what everybody's saying about the, you know, the Heismits and the Vincents and the Struces stepping up, but Adebayo for some reason does well against the team, even in the regular season games, coming off a 21 and nine um and makes all his free throws. Uh, but Martin, if you like Denver, well, you don't like Denver, but so. You have Miami. Who's the MVP? I was going to be Jimmy Butler. Like as yeah. much as Bam does in the first three quarters, like you've learned your lesson. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not doing this any further anymore. Like it, mm-hmm. he, Bam's going to have to come out and score thirty in the next two or three for it to for him to even be considered. Especially if Jimmy right. like, plays the way he has been playing, where it's kind of like slow play. Uh, missing shots in the first three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, he just turns into Michael Jordan and cannot. Mm-hmm. It becomes unguardable. Yeah, that that's a wrap. Science shield delivered to Jimmy Butler. And all right, and so other, let's get to that imagine, game three. I, I on, think on the other side, yeah, right. it's definitely like they. There's no way 
that it's not Jokic if the Nuggets win. I just want to reiterate that one more time because in game one, Mm -hmm. the narrative, he controls the game and he only took five shots in the first half. Now this one, he has 40, you know, he's like, and there's there's no way. There's no way. Well, listen, let's look at it this way. Caesars has odds. You could bet players to be the top scorer of the uh, NBA finals. Jokic minus 1,600. Top rebounder, Jokic minus 1,000. Top assist guy, Jokic minus 1,200. This is after a four-assist game. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, If it's strictly stats, and why not? It should be Jokic. I mean, this may slide into the, I wouldn't say it's a super fun bet, but it's cute. No more of these. No more of the cute bets. Let me give you one cute one. Let me give you one cute one. You should right. bet you should if Bam's plus five fifty and you believe the Heat are actually gonna win this series. I think it uh I think you should put something on Bam, right? I mean he's I mean like Butler went 13 and then 21 in his first two, and he's not contributing a ton um in terms yeah. of uh, of other stat lines, whereas Bam is 26 and 21, plus you know, averaging mm-hmm. double digit rebounds and um, couple of blocks in game two. I think if they win the series, it'll have a lot to do with Bam and the numbers start to oh, add yeah. up that, you know, series points per game is going to be a factor, right. right? That's, I think that's fine. Also, you know, Martin, it might be that the voters get bored and want to go with an interesting last name after a while. You know, Iguodala, <laughs> Adebayo, Butler's like, Butler. It's, it's, you have five Butlers on your block. You know, not the occupation, just a last name. So uh, game three, two and a half, Denver, uh, too rich. Denver to be favored on the road. Martin, you go first. Uh, this feels like, uh, to uh, quote John Destrempsky, a rat line. I don't love yeah. it. I don't love it one bit. I want to take Miami badly, so bad. Yeah, like I've been mm-hmm. on Miami, doggone near every game since game two of the Knicks series. And uh, I'll probably do it again here. <laughs> but, uh, again, this two and a half is sneaky. This is going to be, I think, Denver probably wins this one. But I'm going to take the two and a half with Miami. Just because just at this point, I have to. Interesting. For the, for, the, uh, for the sake of what the money they've made me thus far, Sal. You know, I feel like I, I will Yeah, be, you owe them. Yeah. That, yeah. They're, they're with me. We're rolling, we're rolling um, that back. Check. You have Denver to sweep, so you have to have them. You must take them. I'm going to take the nuts here. I'm sticking. I'm sticking this week. I don't know. I'm sticking with them winning in six games. So uh, (laughs) I mean, wait, what? Uh, Yeah. No, I'm going to. Yes, I'm going to take the nugs. If you want to just merely survive, the money line is available for you. But why would you do that? Uh, Lay the two and a half nugs minus one ten there. I think the the overs going dropped a little bit today, though. I mean the uh it's down to two fourteen and a half. I had it at two fifteen earlier in the day. Yeah, it dropped a little bit, went uh went over because the heat what they scored, thirty-six in the fourth quarter, did I say? Um in game two. So uh yeah, people are a little weary about that. Now, uh I'm with the Shaq. I'm going Denver minus two and a half, and I'm also with you in terms of the support, you know, the role players, if you will. Like that's that's the wild card, right? So Struce, Vincent, Martin. We're like, oh, they're not going to get shut out again like they did in game one. Well, I think Jamal Murray and Michael Porter won't go nine for 23 or whatever they were in game three. The three is going to be open to Martin's point. Jokic will be more of a facilitator. Don't forget the Heat lost their last two at home versus the Celtics. So it's very doable uh, for what I think is a superior team. It doesn't want to go down in this series. 109-102, I'll say for that. A uh, little more basketball news. Kyrie wants LeBron to come play uh, in Dallas. Wow. Do we see anything at all wrong with this? 
You know what the Check, prob- what's the matter? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Martin. Uh, I, I no, thought whatever. Check was going to uh, do his song. <laughs> He's Kyrie. <laughs> no. The problem with this is we have to stop with this. Just because somebody, like, this is essentially Kyrie standing on the corner saying, like, I want to play with LeBron. And you know what? I want to be a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? I want to do, I, I, I want to drive a Lamborghini. I want a million dollar mm-hmm. house. I want a lot of things too, but just because I want them doesn't mean it's going to happen. And like, just because Chris Haynes and Mark Stein are tweeting that Kyrie would like to play with, uh, sure, I bet a, a lot of people would like to play with LeBron. It's just, but the reality of it and the idea that we have to talk about it like it actually can happen when there are rules and trades, it's, just, it's almost fiscally impossible, impossible for it to occur. What <laughs> it's happened? Impossible. Though? What did? Yeah, it's it's a, what did. The, Mark Cuban, though, didn't he just last week say that they're not go, they're not re-signing Kyrie? Did I misunderstand that that was what was said a week ago by the owner of the Mavs? Why is Kyrie recruiting anybody? Doesn't he have to recruit himself to Dallas? Where <laughs> I, I don't understand. Uh, maybe this is like, hey, if you could get someone to cover your shift, uh, Kyrie, <laughs> in the name of LeBron James, we'll keep you around here. Don't, well, but why are you guys surprised? Like, it can't happen. Why would the, like, that's anything could happen, right? Like, these, it could take four text exchanges. LeBron could be upset with the bus family because uh, Jeannie big timed him at a, at a party last night in the Hollywood Hills and then gets four texts with the uh, appropriate emojis from Kyrie. And all of a sudden, they're teammates. Why would you wouldn't be surprised by that? It doesn't make any sense. Bronny is playing here in LA, right? He's not going to transfer to TCU. Um, you're going to play for Kyrie. This is a big problem. I see it as nobody can win with this guy. And you can play for an owner who, if they was in the Lakers position, would have tanked the last two weeks. The Lakers who were, you know, relatively close to making the final. So there's every reason in the world for LeBron to say no. But unlike 10 years ago, this text thing, this yelling on top of a mountain saying, yeah, we can't. Yeah, I want to play with him. Sometimes it does work, Martin. It's ridiculous, but it does. I mean, I just I just (laughs) do not see a world in which it makes no sense. First of all, like, right. Realistically, Kyrie, like, sure, Kyrie's a better player than Austin Reeves. I'm not going to doubt that. But at least Austin Reeves showed up to the arena what is it? The Lakers played six home, like, like, what, 90 games this season? You know what I'm saying? All 90? Mm-hmm. He was there from one, one to the end of the end of the Western Conference Finals. All 94, however many games they played, he was there every day. Right. Like, and he's more, like, there has to be some level of dependability. Like, you have to be able, even if you are the star of the show, you still have to show up on time. And the other thing mm-hmm. is, Kyrie is not going to be the star of the show in either one of these scenarios. Wherever he goes, he'll be the third banana. So it just, or it, even if unless he stays in Dallas, and it just, uh-huh. it just feels like a whole bunch of posturing, and I don't understand what the he's yeah. just it just doesn't what the end result is going to be. Yeah, is it like kind of like? Know. But is it like yeah. they're you know? Uh, I'm trying to figure out the analogy for like Kyrie is extending an offer that he knows that the other party is not going to accept. In, a, in an attempt to get invited to that guy's house. Like, hey, come on over. I mean, I, I only have a, like if I only had a a 12-inch tube TV to watch the big game on, I might invite yeah. you, Sal, over to my house to watch it. But like, hey, by the way, Sal, my TV, and I only have one chair, so you're going to have to sit on mm-hmm. the floor. You might then say, that sounds okay, but you know what? 
I have a hundred inch TV. Come on over to my place and you can lay on the couch. You can have the whole couch to yourself. Maybe that's Kyrie's angle. here. I'm interested in you. Why don't you be interested in me kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, uh, the amnesia required by any NBA team to want Kyrie Irving. You don't have enough information at this point to know that getting this guy on your team is a terrible idea. He is kryptonite to every basketball situation since he made that shot with a minute to go in Cleveland in what feels like an eternity to go. Ever since then, he has repeatedly proven himself to be a team killer. And he and then, well, well, you should maybe move to L.A. Well, you can't move to L.A. because it's too close to the end of the earth for him and he'd fall (laughs) off. That's why he he wants LeBron to come to Dallas because at least he's safely (laughs) inside the I mean, I don't, it makes no sense. So it does make Kyrie sense. No. I would much rather have Austin. Give me a choice. Same, same dollar value. Austin Reeves or Kyrie Irving. Give me Reeves. I already have seen what Kyrie does to every <laughs> team he's been on. I do like that. It's a talking point, Martin. And I think the Denver coach Malone was getting mad when Denver was winning and some of this other outside stuff. LeBron was a noise oh, and, yeah. and, and this and that. And, uh, but I do like that. Any player could say we want LeBron. Not that Kyrie's any player, but if James Booknight of the Hornets say, hey, it'd be great if LeBron came over here and played in 2023, 2024, um, it would still make news. We would still have to talk about it, right? There's the there's no in between. Anybody wants LeBron? Go ahead, say it now. I mean, Now's the time to speak up. Just think about it, Sal. The, the, the corollary for LeBron, Tom Brady, right, in football, has retired how many times? And how many times yeah. have we talked about, oh, he's coming here, he's coming there. Dave Damashek right now wants him to go come right. play quarterback in Miami, probably. You know what I'm saying? He's already on yeah. up three times, twice, or whatever. So we're going to be talking about LeBron well on. Well, I guess Bronny so. have an issue in year two, and then be like, wow, well, you know, does uh, you know, do the Nets bring in LeBron to help Bronny? Like, it's going to be, yeah. that's just the way it's going to be. Sorry, Michael Malone, but that's just the way that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Get used to it. All right. Listen, let's take a quick break. We're done with the basketball talk. I think we're done with the golf talk for now. Uh, we'll get no, Kyrie Irving we'll right just right joined now. the PGA tour. He's on yeah. a live tour. Yeah, he's on <laughs> both of them sake. now, I guess. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, NHL, Stanley Cup, game two. The Knights beat up on the Panthers, seven to two. Dirty game, 148 penalty minutes. If you like old school hockey, if you like blowouts too, it was a great game. Uh, Second most penalty minutes in Stanley Cup history. 148 now. So now we have the Knights up two nothing and 48 out of the last 53 Stanley Cups where a team has gone up two nothing. That team has held on. But the big news check is my con Smythe pick, Jonathan Marcheseau. Oh, I got a plus 550. Now favored. Now favored at minus Excellent. 120 to win the uh, con Smythe award. Look at that. I got him. Uh, I also took him yesterday to score a point at minus 140. Plus 175 to score a goal. He has scored a point in the last seven, nine of the last 10, a goal in six of the last seven. Spaghetti, admit I know more about hockey than you and Sheck combined. It was a admit it right now. Not, Sal, Thank you'll you. be very pleased to listen to the newest minus three because I said in best oh. bets, I said whatever price you can get him at, take Marchy as your Smythe winner. Going if you go through his stats, it's insane. I think he yeah. has multi-goal, uh, multiple multi-goal games in every series he's played for. Um, he has more games scoring a goal in a game than zero goals. Like he's been unbelievable. And that obviously is a huge reason why the Knights are playing really well because you don't have to just rely on Eichel and stone. You have your secondary guys scoring like Marchy. So he, he's, he's been lights out and that's the main reason why they're probably going to end up winning the cup. Maybe I'm going too far here. I go, Best athlete, better than the next best in their sport. Yeah. March of Sol maybe, one, maybe Otani to <laughs> judge 15, 16, somewhere yeah. in there. Shaq. I was about to fair? say real quick, so, you know, I got to give you a, yeah. a tip of the cap because <laughs> if you hadn't said that, I wouldn't have then said on the radio on Saturday leading up to game one, take March of mm-hmm. anytime. Oh, you did. I there did. You go. Two to one. Right. There you go. Thank you very much. Nice. You're very welcome. Shaq, you're not watching this series. Now minus five fifty. If I, you like, uh, I'm not the, doing the it as a win. bit or anything. By the way, uh, mm-hmm. the the guy who's probably better than the second best in his sport, Jiwan Bay of the of the first place Pittsburgh Pirates. That's what I was busy watching. Not the, <laughs> not watching this uh, Miami v Vegas vacation destination Stanley Cup final. I, uh, <laughs> Check this is your succession finale. Nobody wins, right? The, uh, Toronto, New York, Pittsburgh, Boston, all the teams uh, everyone's supposed to root for. They don't win. You should love this. You love the finale of succession. Nobody wins who's interesting. And so why not? Why aren't you on board? I do think it will be largely forgotten. I do. I, it, it, it has the vibe of one of those. I do too. Uh, about the succession finale. Oh, you're talking about the hockey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what, I listen, uh, congratulations on your bet. I do caution you. I mean, uh, listen, your bet is your bet. And oh, it's I hope not it over. Wins. It's not over. Aiden Hill, you yeah. know, it, as, oh, yeah. as it tends to, to go, like if he were to, you know, uh, be shut down between the pipes and, and, and they sweep the yeah, series. Yeah, 28, 29 saves. I think you can get him at three to one or three. The longer or something, the but, series yeah. goes, it probably, I'm, you know, it, it depends on the rate that March can keep 
on scoring goals. Like it will, it will feel like old news if mm. he doesn't keep if he doesn't keep potting some goals here along the way. But the way right. he's uh, on fire here, no, I think you're in good shape. Muzzle tub on your on your bed, and that soon, I do want soon it will say Las Vegas on the cup where it also where it already yeah. says Lemieux. That that's Sully's Las backwards is Sal. So I'm in I'm in ah. sync with this team right now. Right back to succession for a second check. Um I heard your critique of my critique yes. on minus three. Yes. And now I want to critique that. Um okay nobody wins at the end. You like that fine. The, the whole thing was a competition four seasons for for the three of them and nobody won. So if you like that that's fine. But and I think spaghetti would agree with me. Does that is that fine by any means necessary? Like Shiv gets hormonal a few minutes before the credits run. So however they decide that nobody wins is okay with you. If she had flipped a coin in the, in the conference room, that would be okay. Like that's my problem with how I know that that's your specific problem. I think that, that, that Shiv seemed in the moment to get cold feet when they were having the vote around the table. And then she was like, wait, I got to go think about this. And then she went off into the other room and was like, you can't be in charge of this company. You killed a guy. I think, And that was the third thing she brought up, right. by the way. She didn't lead with that. She didn't like, it just dawned on me. You killed somebody. They had some back and forth for two minutes. And then she's like, oh yeah, also you killed somebody. My, <laughs> I, my, right. my read on it is, and I could be completely wrong. You could ask the writer this and he could say, no, that's not at all what I intended. She did decide that at the last second. My my read on it was, was that she and Tom were having conversations. We didn't hear the full conversations, but the whole season led up to that, that, the, you know, their their fraught relationship and she's pregnant. And I think that the important line from Tom to Shiv is you don't like to fail a test. And she thought that this was a test posed to her by her father. And in addition to the, the test, the of test for you and all a that viewer, and you failed. That's the test. <laughs> Uh, I, I, Shemar, I, I just think we, I think she I think she was at minimum ruminating oh, on this if she didn't too. already know before she shows up at that table that this was she, what she was going to do. I think she's so convenient. No, but Martin, we didn't get to talk to you about it because I think you were a couple behind uh, and, you, and we we let you bail. Before I was. And thanks for ruining it for me. No, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, <laughs> I didn't like that at all because they all walked in with a plan. There was no idea that she was about to double cross him in the moment. And if she had had the issue with him killing somebody, which I understandably so, I could see why someone would have an issue with, with such action. Yeah. How do you don't bring that up in like the 24 months prior to this exact I moment? Know, I know. That's my thing. Because it was a twist. It was a twist for the sake of having a twist. No, That's but, all the, but, the, but the shit, don't you see? She was just using that. That was available as an excuse to get to get out of that room with her brother. She won in her mind, or at least made the chose the lesser of two evils to maintain her marriage. She's pregnant and to get over on her brothers, which is the test that their father gave to all of them. I thought she lost the 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 marriage. Because now she's going to be mommy Shiv, whereas I feel like she became exactly what she was trying not to be. All right. They all lost. Right. Right. Nobody won. That's the, that's the end of it. You know who lost Isaiah Rogers. They uh, they're investigating him. The NFL, the Colts. He was uh, right. the cornerback. He lost. Well, you know what? Made a hundred bets. Most of them between twenty five and fifty dollars. I would love to see what what the bets were. That's that's what I want to do. Um, I also want to bet on how long he's going to be suspended. I want to bet on everything. But my first reaction is, I get why they're tough on these players. Integrity is a huge sticking point. 
everyone you know, everyone that we know that loses a bet thinks the game is rigged. So you can't have players. You can't add this complex thing to it where players are betting on outcomes of games they're potentially involved in. Um, you know, but for God's sakes, 25 to $50 bets. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know what the solution is, Martin, but this is going to be harsh for a $25 better. I think. Oh, uh, you know, I was uh, talking with some people earlier. I think he's going to get the book, like the book. It's, I mean, which book Caesar's book? <laughs> oh no. They the turned it right over Adam. Right. Cause, yeah. cause the thing that is the most mind blowing, it's, mm-hmm. the, it's the sports book that's turning you in. It's like, if you want to go buy Coke, yeah. And you go call your Coke dealer, and then after you leave, he calls the police to tell him that you just bought cocaine. Why would you do that? Why? Well, because they ultimately have the most to lose if this becomes an issue. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's I why. understand why the Coke dealer <laughs> slash sports book would do it. Why would you, oh. drug user slash I don't know why we should ask Sal that. Hench, Hench brought that up on minus three the other day. He's like, What's Sal telling you about about, about <laughs> me betting against the Celtics? Boys? I actually felt bad about that, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't uh, feel bad. Yeah. You must continue yeah. to tell me those things. I would never. We're talking about Hench betting against his team in game seven. That's a very specific no way out. Not like, hey, I'm betting the points so I can middle here, have the Celtics That's win, exactly but the Miami point. covers. Like, yes, I, I, I agree with that. I I do feel for I would never bet thousands of dollars against my basketball team in Game Seven. Though I just it doesn't that's make exactly sense. That's exactly right, Sal. Thank you levels. for pointing that out. That's what the point yeah. spread is for. That's I mean I'm right. Like, fine, if you want to bet on the Heat and take them plus yeah. whatever they whatever they were getting. But you check, you're bet. not you're not so virtuous. Yes, you I are, am. There is a fantasy element to this, no, and you're not. rooting against you're rooting for fantasy points if it means. $2,000 prize and the trophy you're going to lose anyway. You're definitely rooting. If you see... Give me the example I when I did that. When was I rooting? For, when, when when was Joe Burrow I, I, I my can't QB? get in your head, but I'm just saying, if you have the Buffalo defense and uh, Fat Ben gets sacked and the ball's getting run back for a touchdown and, and a game you're probably going to lose anyway, you're like, ah, all right. Uh, all right. What, what am I going to do? A key That's point of clarification with Hench's activity... Yes. He doesn't yeah. play for the Boston Celtics. That would make a big, you know, that, that, that's kind of a big right. deal. Like, if he's betting, like mm-hmm. Isaiah Rodgers betting on the Colts. He was betting in the facility. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, I gamble every day, hundreds I of know, dollars at too. a time. And you know what? I, I, I have never even come close to making $750,000. That is the NFL bet minimum. <laughs> I'm never Martin, would close. they tell you? Because I have this written down. I think he earns about eight hundred thousand a year. It's it's spread out over four years. It's weird. If if you were given eight hundred grand a year, but so you could never bet, Shaq, I know your answer's yes. You're you're fine. You would take the money. Um, Martin, you do bet every day. Would you I'd be able to do the, it? I'd take the money. I'd take the money in a heartbeat. I'd take the, so quick. Uh, ease, I can't without, do it. without question. Now, look, too much of a departure. I can't, I can't even bet the hot dog eating contest. I can't do it. I would just, I, be yeah, I, I mean, I root for my picks anyway. You can't just, I I could make the pick. And then, you know, what would really happen? Honestly, like today, I picked Miami two and a half. I know it feels funny. Yeah. It feels fishier than, than, than the Seattle fish market, but right. I'm still going to do it. And it's going to be like, dang, when it loses, it's going to hurt. 
But now I just, yeah. you know, if I had all I've that money that. already, I've it would be that. like, whatever. I have to have money behind it. I've tried it. Shaq, for, what, for the record, you I will say me? this. Yeah. I, call me Pollyanna or pathetic or whatever. And mm-hmm. I deserve Pollyanna, it all. pathetic. Fine. Yeah, we'll Fine. call you so both be those. Yeah. You, I mean, maybe somebody could prove me wrong by combing through our fantasy lineups. I don't think you'll find any any uh, Baltimore Purples or Cleveland Brownies or Cincy Bungles playing in Cool Cats playoff games. I don't think you. Would. All right, do you do you look at all the schedules and see like uh, like all right, those aren't the only three teams the Steelers play all year, right? So do you? Do you avoid everybody? Oh, you're talking about a, a direct Steelers foe. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have, yeah. I have, I have literally sat guys down because they're playing the Steelers, and I don't want to have that conflict. <laughs> oh, that's that's crazy. The other way, I think. All right. Well, um, listen, I'm pure. That's what I am. I'm pure as the driven snow. That that much you have to get right. Me and Rory McIlroy. Right. <laughs> um, hard knocks. See, this is the one I couldn't think of. Like, so NFL does a great job having live events every month of the year, right? There's obviously the uh, September through February and then March is free agency. All right, not exactly a live event, but they own those couple weeks, right? Uh, The April draft is a live event. The May, the schedule release. June should be the hard knocks release Hmm. um, because now, so it's the Bears, the Saints, the Jets and Commanders are the ones that are eligible. Is that right, Babyface? Is there another team that I don't know about? No, that's it. Bears, Saints, Jets, Commanders. Bears said they don't want to do it. Uh, Ron Rivera doesn't really want the Commanders to do it because of the new ownership and, well, because of, you know, they're a mess. So that really just leaves us with the Saints and Jets. I mean, so first of all, this, uh, I, I, uh, they don't want to do it. Throw that out the window. Sorry, you have to do it. You're all, everybody is eligible. And by the way, that's the live event. Make these owners squirm for one night a year. You put them all up there like the NBA draft when they're when they're doing the uh, ping pong ball thing. Let's see the faces and let's see Jerry Jones face when he doesn't want the Cowboys to participate, even though he does secretly. If they're picked, what kind of event would that be? Shaq? Terrific, right? I love it. It's a great idea. The problem is it would be if it was like it's always a fun thing. When they do the different cities going for the Olympics and they show, have you ever right. seen those when they announce it's Same like, thing. and the, yes. the, it's Buenos Aires. And then that little section of random people all jump around and get excited and everything in the, uh-huh. the auditorium. And then the other end of that, when the, when the other countries don't get it, when the, um, you know, the sorry, whatever, a 12 seed is not going to make it into the NCAA tournament. You see the dejection. Yeah, there. right. It's That's great. But, but the problem, yeah. wh- why would it be great is that the dejected people would be the ones chosen to be on hard knocks. It seems like it's, yes. a, it's a scarlet letter now. You don't want to wear hard <laughs> knocks as a, as right. a like, um, and I, I, I got to think that the NFL doesn't want to shine a light on the commies any more than they have to. Um, right. What they, so Saints and Jets. It's Saints and Jets. What June twenty three should be devoted to is uh, a national, as a national um, uh, <laughs> tournament to rebrand the Washington Football Team. We can't stay with commies. That that that's got to go. We're not going <laughs> to Washington Football Team. The the past has been washed off, so they aren't going to be it. It's got to be the Jets, unless Woody Johnson has some. Um, you know, back office juice with Goodell or some leverage to say we're not doing it no matter what. Not I, I have enough uh influence in the league to deny you doing that. I mean, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, the weirdo, 
in the biggest media market on the planet Earth? Of course. Oh yeah, that's it. It's please, gonna, please, but they already please, they already did something. You don't want the Saints. Hell no, you I don't, don't want to watch Saints that Martin. disaster no. any more than I'm contractually obligated to do so through my job. Right. This is weirder than anything I do, Sal. Right now is is Martin Weiss's despisal of Derek Carr. What did Derek Carr? This is fine. Because you're going to be fine in that division with Derek Carr. You're in good shape. Right. Martin, if you're a Raiders fan and Derek Carr is the quarterback and the Chiefs are in the division, then I could see this. But you're favored to win the division with Derek Carr. Stop it. So all it is doing is setting up for disaster. That's all that it is. Or favorite in the division. All right, cool. So they'll win the division at, at seven and nine and go in and just be a complete I get fodder it. it's for not whoever. A great it's, eight, it's, it's seven year plan. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're playing playing congratulations. We're playing for ninth place. Can't wait. Like it, in that conference, sure, you could be halfway decent. You could be you could make some hay in January with in that conference. No, no. The, the 49ers did it with the uh with Mr. Irrelevant. You you could be fine. Uh Spaghetti, you were with me with ranking the quarterbacks and looking ahead to who might have a problem next year. What would you put Derek Carr right in the middle, right? Not top 10. Yep. Not t- 21 to 32, I don't think. It's right in the middle. Yep. It's fine. I think the way I said it on minus three was you have your your high-end super elites. That's the the Burrow Mahomes uh group. Uh mm-hmm. you could probably throw in Hertz in there now. Then you have your guys that like you're totally fine with. They could lead you to a playoff uh, game, potentially a win. Like you'll you'll probably go above 500. Then you have the younger guys who you they, there's belief in, and then you have the rest of them, which are the people who are who are just totally trash. And I think the NFL right now has a lot more of that fourth tier that a lot of trash yeah. that we're not looking forward to. Um, so <laughs> it's 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 a really weird time. Which is and, you know the other half that I got into like people criticizing Daniel Jones and the contract. It's like. I think Jones and I think Carr are in that group of like, we're going to get you to 500 and potentially win a playoff game. And I think that's, that's fine. Um, it's always going to be an uphill battle too. When you're playing in a league where Patrick Mahomes is playing, I know it sounds crazy, but it's like, you're always, it's always an uphill battle. Even if you're an NFC yeah, everybody's team. against that guy, not exactly. just Derek Carr. The Saints. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. So uh, Martin, I'm you're going to be fine. Martin, you're going to, your team I, will go as far as my team. Here's the problem for Marsley. He's already stated yeah. he's a year deep on the Atlanta Falcons. And this is exactly what we were just talking about three minutes ago is. Uh-huh. So now, Martin, you're going to make a bet on the Falcons to win the division, right? So Absolutely. now you're going to have to. Now you're going to have. He can. He, he already took the $800,000 from the uh, NFL. Well, good good <laughs> thing you did that. Or else you'd be in a real moral conundrum, wouldn't you, for the upcoming yep. football season, having to root against uh-huh. the interests of your Saints. No, don't pick the Falcons. I have been Martin. rooting for the Saints my entire life. And if right. there's one thing that I have known, mm. what I want to occur has very little impact on what actually happens. I was going to games with bags on my head. And then you know what happened? Drew Brees came down, failed his physical in Miami, and walked into New Orleans. And after that, I saw what happened. I saw the light. I saw just what can happen when you have what a Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback, the winning combination right then and there. And then you know what else I saw? I saw what happened when you squander it away. And also now I know, like, and then we placed it with Dennis Allen as the worst winning percentage of active head coaches. I think that's a problem. Yes, I think that's a problem. I think so too. And you know who his quarterback was for most of it? Well, okay, that's fair. But that was 
that was a bum situation, obviously, uh, in Oakland when those two were together, when Dennis Allen and Derek Carr were together. But I'll just remind you that my pushback to you is, you know what else you're going to see this year? Kyle Trask in the division. Yeah. See Marcus Mario. I mean, what? I'm mean, not Marcus Mariota. Des- Desmond Ritter. I mean, what, are we, what are we talking about? You have a good shot to win yeah. the division. I right. think Desmond Ritter right. have a better year than Derek Carr. I mean, that's so you're crazy, doing Bob. what you accuse Sheck of doing, Martin. You're like, oh, listen, just stop, just, just be happy, just be happy where you are, and then you're not doing, not doing that. Like you're in a good spot. Wait I'm a second, okay. Des Ritter's going to have yeah. a better year than Derek Carr. That's you that's a bold it. statement. You heard me say it. Okay, like, I think they got wow. better weapons. They're going to run the ball more. There's it's like the I like in terms of. Like, I mean, well, he it would not. help if we knew if Michael Thomas was interested in playing football. Ever well, again. Hey, great that news. Would, Just today, there there not, Dennis Allen announced that Michael Thomas looks great at, uh, at oh, minicamp. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, right. that's good. So I'm go. glad he looks great at so minicamp. That's, that's awesome. All right, listen. You know who looks great? Shaq's Pirates. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about them real quick, and we're going to have our uh, play of the day. Right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Check diehard Pirates fan for what? First uh, 22 years of your life. And then you abandoned them. And now here in 2023, the Lord's year, you are back. Pirates Mm -hmm. fan, Pirates backer. They beat the A's and you're over the moon. Listen. I, I always counsel people, and I guess there's some nuance with this. I'm not I'm not required to root for you if you suck. I like that. That's the what sports franchises all do. Like, hey, now more than ever, you got to show your loyalty to the team. Not if you guys aren't, aren't trying um, right. at, at the major league level. I I, huh. I owe you nothing, nothing, nutting family. But I've mm-hmm. also convinced myself, and I think this is a reasonable rationalization to make. Much like in Major League, where ownership was doing its best to stink, I think that's the way you 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 can rationalize being a Buckos fan right now. Is okay, the Nutting family sucks, but so what? Screw them. Stick it to ownership by I, winning the whole on. thing. That's I, it. I boy, unless I'm missing a nuance here, right. spaghetti, babyface, everybody, please weigh in here if I'm wrong. What about the suffering a hockey fan has to go through before he or she wins a cup? Or could they just jump on when they're Fair. good 30 years after? Okay, this is Fair. very this is very different. Tell me. That's very me different. The Pittsburgh Pirates Tell existed me. for 125 years or whatever they've been around. I'm okay, but no, your whole thing where came into existence suck. 20 minutes ago. 
If you suck, I don't have to root for you. So a hockey team could theoretically suck for 35 no, years. No, because I know what your angle you is. For them. Your angle is, is that, oh, now, <laughs> that, 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 now is. that the times are fair, now you're back in. Yeah. And that, of course, <laughs> that's it. When yeah. they weren't you trying just said to it. do when they were when they were willfully, transparently just taking money, putting the worst product that they could get away with putting out onto the field. Then why would I possibly spend a dime? Well, what to support did, what's team? changed about that? What's say they just have a winning well, record? Signed, well, they have um, but still, still one of the lower uh, no, payrolls. They've, they've, they've invested in in some of their youngsters. Brian Reynolds and Cabrian Hayes are now locked up. And and as I say, even if they didn't do that, I can convince myself. I can rationalize that they're like the team in Major League, ironically based in Cleveland. Listen, that's if you're not bringing me down. Joel, it's June. It's June. Yeah, yeah. It's our first place. That's it. That's the Baby end of the face, story. Jump in here. Am I crazy? What is this? I, I remember the last three years, Dave giving me a hard time because I stopped rooting for the Pirates for several years uh, because of these reasons. So mm-hmm. either he has come around to his own argument that uh, I didn't have to root for the Pirates after moving to New York, uh, or or this is not Dave Damashek and we have a face-off situation. And, oh, wow. And it is not Maybe him. That's I'm it. not sure what's happening. I'm we'll get Pedro actually, Pascal a Dave of Thunders t shirt. <laughs> no, wait till you find out. The big reveal is I am babyface uh, Soul Gollumman. And he is wow, me. Is that now, true? listen, that's, uh, there's something very different about me saying not very, I, am, not I, am, very. I am apathetic and I am not paying attention to that bum team that ain't trying. Versus me putting on a New York Yankees ball cap. I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I, I don't support Darth uh-huh. Vader's uh, angle. If I find Luke Skywalker unsupportable. I mean, I, that, yeah. that, 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 that's an outrage. That's a bridge. Yeah, too so I, I'm pretty sure I, after listening to this for the last, you know, kind of sitting on the sidelines as an impartial observer, I found the difference. Well, one's baseball and one's hockey. That's it. That's the difference. That's yeah, it. I think so. That's pretty I think much that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what happened to you, Spaghetti? You were a Pirates fan and turned Yankees fan because you couldn't take the losing? <laughs> That's it. I went to too many, uh, yeah, too many Yankee games in, in person where they lost. And I said, time to start rooting for the Pirates now. That's it. I think we could pretty much chalk up almost all the Yankee fans were once Pirates fans. I think by this Get on by board, this everybody. We got room for you. Let's go. Listen, we have, a, we have a three game series against the. Uh, the, the Mets, who are not themselves, or not what I want them to be. When does that start? Thursday? Do we Friday. do a cap of consequence no here for the two out no of three? No way. Oh, the Pirates, no way. The Pirates are not up to, to, to such things. You're five games over all, 500. All I wanted for these bucks was to get to June, and it looked like it wasn't going to happen. Just get to June at or over 500. Wow. Why can't you win wow. two out because of three? That's a home team. series. They're, they're, they're the Pittsburgh Pirates. How, how far is this thing going to go? It's, it's, it's a I mean, fun for not a good team, we're gonna we're gonna hear a lot about them. I have a feeling over the next uh, <laughs> whatever. I mean, you're home. If this three team game can, series at home, oh, come on. I mean, they're the Pirates. How long can this possibly sustain itself? McGill, Senga, and Carrasco are the uh, you missed you missed the big two for the Mets. <laughs> All right. Well, you're gonna miss Mitch Keller. So I guess that that, that makes it even. I, I mean, I we are listen. It's a fun it's a fun little uh, play thing on the side. I, I'm I'm uh, you know what uh, I am. I, I am all, uh, I can't wait for football to get here. All I want is for the distraction to continue. I'll, I'll, I'll get serious about the Buckos in 24. Oh, good. Speaking <laughs> okay. of pirate, right. I didn't know we had a Mark yellow belly in our midst. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let me, I'd love it, but I mean, come on. This is, this, you know what? In fact, this 
my experience with the 23 buckos mm. is the experience of what I assume is what goes on for most Las Vegas Golden Knights fans, which is there is no, you have the net, the emotional net of like, well, if they fall apart, like, mm. oh, well, I'll shrug and go on with my life. That's that's the experience. There, there's no I don't think it's the same. for the losing. No, I think I think almost all Knights fans were rooting for the Knights two years ago. We can't say that about you and the Pirates. Mm. I think that's a difference. Sorry. That hits close to home listen, and that hurts. I think that's checkmate. Maybe you win. Gonna, you may, you may, you may have won this round. I'm going to show you how <laughs> it's done, Shaq. Play of the day. You've done this before. I know you've picked against your team. We could look back. You've picked against the Penguins a few weeks ago. I'm picking the Braves tonight against the Mets. Minus one and a half, plus 115. Lay the run. Uh, they're not playing well. They have five runs over the weekend. The Mets did. The fans are booing Lindor. Now you have Carlos Carrasco coming off two solid starts. I just don't trust it. Meanwhile, this Bryce Elder, 24 years old, tremendous for the Braves. 1.92 ERA and 11 starts. Braves won eight of the last 10 against the Mets. It's not been pretty lately. They beat Carrasco last year. I looked it up 13 to one because I, I remembered vaguely and I'm like, oh yeah, they got killed. Uh, later on the half feels like a 5-2 final. Take the Braves. Sorry. Martin, what are you going with? Yeah, so I feel like the last time the Mets were fun was the World Baseball Classic. And they weren't yeah. playing for the Mets I, at the time. I can't believe you're not still, I, I still am surprised, pleasantly so, that you're not more angry, that you enjoyed the World Baseball Classic so much that it cost you the Metropolitan clothes, and you're like, oh well. It I respect did. I'm not all not not oh well. It was just it was it was a uh, tremendous energy and players actually playing meaningful ball in March. It was it was great. But well, I yeah, uh, it, it ruined the rest of the year for me. I am continuing my trend of betting against the Oakland Athletics. I told you I thought it was going to be the Tigers or the Royals at the start of the year. I was wrong. Why me, not? It took me about Why ten not? games to find out, but it's the A's. So I bet against the uh -huh. A's every day. So let's go Buckos. But for my play of the day. I'm going to go ahead and go with the under in the Vegas Aces Connecticut Sun game. Whoa, what WNBA the Bri Brother Bry special the here. WNBA right. action, the under, all the trends point towards it. Uh, and I actually know a few players on the Aces, so I follow them pretty closely. They have uh. been winning, however, not covering the spread and not scoring uh, at, the, at the rate that they have or the rate that they can. So I'm going under here. And uh, Connecticut's a good team, so they should go under. I like it. I like the uh, WNBA stuff. We've uh, we had Chelsea Gray on, right? Babyface. We had Chelsea Gray on uh, uh, when she was on the yeah, Olympic team. We sure did. Yeah, she was good. Um, all right, uh, Shaq, what are you going with? Well, you know where I'm going here today with the slim pickings out there. I'm going with Mitch Keller on the hump on his way, perhaps to a Cy Young if he can deliver a dominant performance. He really the the odds will get shorter for him in the National League uh, Cy Young race. Mm -hmm. um, James Caprellian is the pitcher. Jimmy, the great Jimmy Caprellian for the A's. He has an ERA. <laughs> he started seven games so far. His ERA is over eight in Major League Baseball. Oh, man. I mean. Oh, what a team. That, what a team. You know, listen, the Pirates really, really should make hay here. I mean, they really should take care of this. And one place that I would look, except it's not available, is Mitch Keller. Pretty dependable to bet the over and strikeout totals, his individual strikeout mm -hmm. totals. Per game, they're taken down for some reason right now. Um, otherwise, I would look in that direction. I do say lay the run and a half comfortably here. 
uh, for the buckos. Minus 135 is your payout. If you want to go with an alt line, which is what I was uh, just scrambling to find here to, um, here we go. The, um, you want to lay three runs. I know it's, uh, uh, you know, a nail biter, <laughs> but plus 159 is your payout. If you want to live, that's kind of fun, right? Mitch Keller versus Jimmy Caprellian. If you want to live or you want a PGA. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Martin, you, um, I, I don't think that they've, you know, they've lost five in a row. So, so the A's, since you bet them, I think we both had them that night. Yeah, I think I had them in first three innings or something, betting against them. You, you had them for the though, game. The first three innings hit. I ended up losing. Yeah. Somehow that hit, but you lost, but they've lost every game since. Yeah. Minus one and a half, minus 135 is a, is a nice number there. All right. 12 so to one, Mitch Keller. If he throw, what, what if he, what if he twirls a gem here, you know, nine strikeouts or whatever? 12 to one, what? Oh, 12 uh, to one to win Cy the Cy Young. Young. How does that, does that go any shorter overnight if, if Mitch Keller gets uh, another win and dominates? Much. No, not too much. Yeah, I'm looking. Hold on. Let me see uh, some of these numbers. Oh, Zach Allen's been good. Two to one. Strider's good. Yeah. All these guys. Yeah. Kershaw. I don't know what can happen on June 6th to make it drop so significantly you can't get I it. Know, on not June significantly, day. but I'm saying at 12 to one, might, this might be the best time to get yeah. it because you would assume he's going to get a strike sure. in the win column today, you hope. Strider, Gallon, Kershaw typically get votes. That's that's the only thing. That's You got to, you got to, consider that too that's good you got why there's a pirate pitcher who's fourth in contention on Cy Young on the uh betting board I love it um hey if you like the betting you like free betting it's not really betting if it's free but extrapoints.com slash arcade join our June prop culture quiz right there uh the flash over under 73 and a half million Damashek over weekend over that's it's one red hot right now Pia, the movie industry is back Sal the writers aren't back but uh Do movies it. are doing well Get yourself another gold cap. Fill that out. You're a tenth of the way there. Trump's lead over DeSantis by the end of the month, 30 and a half points. Martin? Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> Which sure. way? You got to pick one. Oh, I thought okay. you said over. <laughs> I thought I said over. I didn't oh, think. Oh, I'll, go over. Go? I'll go over. Yeah, right. A lot of interesting the, stuff. The whole uh, Twitter rollout doesn't seem to be working well. Yeah, maybe not. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Uh, check it out there. That's going to do it for an episode of extra points. We have spaghetti. We have meatballs, baby face, Joel Solomon, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damachek and Martin Weiss. I want to remind everyone you may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites. See you Thursday. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.